Well, see, when your faith kicks in, there's going to be improvement. There's going to be some healing. There's going to be some deliverance mm-hmm. in, in whatever that area is in your body. We're going yes. to see the kidneys function better. We're going to see, you know, your heart is is performing at a better level already. We're going to see the blood pressure lining up. We're going to, you see, we see some improvement. So he said, now faith has come. All right, good morning and welcome everyone to Healing School. Good morning, good morning. Praise the Lord. Now today we are going to be talking about some wonderful things here that's going to really, really bless you. Today we are talking about returning God's word to him. Returning God's word to him. Mm -hmm. Uh, In the book of Isaiah, chapter 55, in verse 11. Here's what it says. So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth, and it shall not return unto me void. But it shall accomplish that which I please. It shall prosper in the thing whereinto I send it. And again, we are talking about returning God's word to him. And we're going to explain this to you as always. But listen, mm-hmm. Helen and I believe today many of you will be healed just by being obedient to the instructions that you receive today. Amen. Praise God. All right? Praise the Lord. So, Father, in Jesus' name, we thank, thank you, you today. We thank you for your healing anointing. We thank you. You are the healing one. And you sent your word to heal people and to deliver them from what the devil has done to them. You are pulling it off. And we thank you right now. We destroy it from the roots in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Glory to God. All right. As I said, we're talking about returning God's word to him and prophets you can take off. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Father. As I said earlier, good morning, everyone, and welcome we pray that you are going to be blessed today. We know you will. Amen. Yes. Well, <clears throat> our foundation scripture, Larry just read it in the King James Version, and it's of Isaiah 55 and verse 11. But now I'm going to share it also in the Amplified Classic because right. it gives a little bit more light on what we're talking about. It says, so, so shall my word be that goes forth out of my mouth. It shall not return to me void without producing any effect or useless. But it shall accomplish that which I please and purpose. And it shall prosper in the thing where which I sent it. Praise God. He sends his word out. And he said it will not come back without producing the effect that I send it out. I love that. Amen. I love it. So what we're going to do today, this may be review to some of you. But brand new to some as well. So we want to just get into God's word, amen, because, you know, we can never go wrong 
with returning God's word back to him, as the scriptures yes. say. Uh, we thank God for this lesson. Uh, a lot of it is coming from uh, a powerful man in the word of God, Brother Charles Capp. Some yeah. of you know his work. And so we're going to just dive off into returning God's word to him. And we're going to look at this as being part one, because I believe we're going to be talking about this for a little while. Uh, God wants us to revisit it, and that's what we're going to do. Uh, and again, at the end, uh, we'll open up the line and take your questions and your concerns. Now, I'm going to say this also before I get started. Uh, the scriptural confessions that we're going to use today, uh, they are not direct quotations from the Bible, but these are paraphrased confessions based on the scriptural scriptures that we are going to be using. Amen. Yeah. Amen. So let me get off. Let me give you a little. Let's let's do some introductions here. So God declared. That his word will not return to him void. We saw that in the scriptures in Isaiah 55. That's what God said. And we can believe that. That's right. We are, and here's what we are to do. We are to return his word by giving voice to it. Mm -hmm. And he, and he will create the fruit of our lips. I want to say that again. He said his word would not return void, but here's our part. We are the ones that's supposed to return his word back to him. How do we do that? We speak it. We voice it. We give voice to it. And once we give voice to his scriptures, he will create the fruits of our lips. That's powerful. Yeah, Confessing good. God's word is a way you and I can fellowship with the Lord and increase our faith at the same time. Who doesn't want fellowship with the Lord? You see, so he said, come, let us reason together. Remind me of my word. It's not that he forgot his word, but God knows that that's the way we fellowship and communicate with him through his word. He only works through his work. So he says, come, let us reason together. Remind me of what I said. And when we remind him of what he said, and when we pray to God, we want to pray the scriptures because that gets his attention. That's right. So what we need to do is, uh, so we confess. We make a daily practice of confessing scriptural these scriptural confessions audibly, and we want to do it three times a day. Yes. We shouldn't let it become a hit and miss proposition. Um, we need to make it a practice to take God's medicine on a regular basis. Watch this. Just as we would any other medicine. Mm -hmm. many, many of us have medication. The doctors prescribe. You know it's not going to do you any good if he said, take this three times a day and you're taking it only once. Is it going to work for you? Maybe no, a no. little bit, but not the way the doctor prescribed, the way he would want it to work. And then he'll set a time frame. So he said, come back in three weeks or two weeks and we'll see what progress we made. 
Well, the scripture is the same way. If God's okay. telling us to take his medicine on a regular basis, take it three times a day until faith comes, you know, and we don't do it, what do you think is going to happen? See, so we must confess the scriptural, uh, these scriptures audibly three times a day. Make a practice of it to take God's medicine on a regular basis, just as he would, as we would any other medicine. So you see, and this, then when we do that, it will become life to us and it will become health to all our flesh. Yes. That's right. Amen. So before we get into making these scriptural confessions today, and that's what Larry and I want to do. We want to just not just read scriptures because, you know, we need to what? Personalize them. That's right. Personalize them. And when we personalize them, it's going to make a great, a big difference. It's going to come alive. It's going to jump out at you. And that's why we say they are not direct quotations, but paraphrased confessions based on the scriptures that we're going to be using. So in anything, when you get a bottle of prescription from the pharmacy, it comes with a lot of instructions, right? That's right. So let, let me give you some instructions before we start making our scriptural confession. It's to be spoken by mouth three times a day until faith comes, then once a day to maintain faith. If circumstances grow worse, double the dosage. There are no side effects. Amen? Praise God. Did you get that? To be spoken by mouth three times a day until faith comes, then once a day to maintain faith. See, so... You say, well, you know, I've been, I spoke this once today. Well, no, the instructions say to be spoken three times a day. So you say, well, what do you mean? Well, let's, let's speak it in the morning. Let's speak it at noonday. And let's speak it before we go to bed at night. Mm-hmm. Amen. And, and so what's going to happen? He said, until what? Fate comes. Fate comes. Well, what do you mean until fate comes? You see, so when you start out speaking the scriptures, it's just words to you. Mm-hmm. It's a little foreign to you. You say, well, I've never read that before. See, well, I guess that's why it's a little foreign to you because, you know, you, you've you never read that one before. That's a new one for you. But, but look at what he's saying. If you keep speaking it, you're going to have faith that it's going to work for you. Yes. You see it? That's why he said to be spoken by mouth three times a day until, say until, if you're listening until. to me out there. Until, until what? Until faith, faith comes. comes. When you are in faith about something, you're going to be like Abraham. Well, what was Abraham? The Bible says he was what, Apostle? Fully, come on. He was persuaded. fully persuaded. Yes, given glory well, to well, God. What does that what does that mean, fully persuaded? Well, you don't have to be convinced anymore. We don't have to sell you on anything. I saw the commercial on TV, they're talking about 
the gutter. <laughs> the guy is selling gutters. And there's an audience. And he's telling them, you know, if he if they would buy his gutter, he said, you wouldn't have to climb ladders anymore. Yeah. And then he said, you know, you can you you wouldn't have to clean your gutters out anymore. And they're getting enthused. They're very enthused about what he's saying. And then finally, they ask the question, do we have to replace or remove our gutters? And he said, no, you can place your the new gutters right over the new gutters. The and someone in the, uh, over the old ones. And someone raised their hand and said, I'm so, I'm so, sign me up. I'm so, sign me up. See, this is what God is waiting for you to say. I'm so, I'm convinced. Yeah, I'm sure of this. I'm sure of this. You see, so when you become sure of this, that's what it means when faith comes. When you are sure of it, you will not approach God's word anymore in a let me see kind of attitude. Let me see if this is going to work for me. Let me, I try everything else. Let me try this. No. God doesn't, he knows that's the way we start out. But child of God, when you make these scriptural confessions three times a day, you're going to be sold. (laughs) You're going to be sold. You know it's going to work for you. So these are our instructions to be spoken by mouth three times a day until faith comes. And see, even when faith comes, you don't stop. You say, oh, well, I got it. Now I don't need to do this. No. He says, now faith has come. Speak it one time a day. To what? Maintain. Say maintain. To maintain, maintain my faith. That's See, right. out, of, out of sight, out of mind. We get away from it. We start seeing our healing. And now we're ready to go back to life as usual without the word of God. Well, child of God, you're going to lose it. Yeah. You see, we can never stop speaking the word of God. We may change the dosage. You see, our faith has come now, so we can change the dosage. We don't have to say it three times a day. We don't have to confess it. We don't have to take this three times a day now, just like the doctor might say. Oh, I see some improvement, so let's cut down on this right now. You see it? What what made him decide to do that? He saw some improvement. Well, see, when your faith kicks in, there's going to be improvement. There's going to be some healing. There's going to be some deliverance Mm -hmm. in in whatever that area is in your body. We're going to see the kidneys function better. We're going to see, you know, your heart is is performing at a better level already. We're going to see the blood pressure lining up. We're going to, you see, we see some improvement. So he said, now faith has come. But still take it what? Once a day to maintain your faith. That's right. And then he goes on even after that and says, now if the circumstances grow worse. Now I want you to pay attention to that. If the circumstances grow worse, double the dosage. Now, Very what sure. does that mean? What does that mean? <laughs> now, we've been speaking this because I hear people say all the time, I've been speaking this, man, I've been confessing this, I've been doing this, you know, I did what you told me to do. Well, look what he, and you, then you say, but it's not gotten any better. Well, what does the instructions tell us? Double the dosage. 
Well, man, I've been doing it six times. Three, three times. What does that mean? Six times. Mm-hmm. Six times. What else do we have to do but sit around talking the word of God all day? Amen? Listen, yes, I get behind the wheel of my car and I'm speaking the word of God. I'm going in the grocery store and I'm speaking the word of God. Mm-hmm. I'm at the nail parlor and I'm speaking the word of God. Praise I'm, Jesus. I'm, I'm standing up. If, if anywhere that I have to wait, if I'm in the doctor's office and I have to wait, I'm speaking the word of God. Always bring you something to read. When you know you're going to be in a line, you have to wait your turn or whatever. Don't make that a waiting uh, situation. Make it a faith time. Make it a time yeah. to what grow to grow your faith. Praise God. That's good. So, and before you know it, you'll get your six times in and you, you'll be trying to go eight times because you have so much time to do this. Yeah. So if That's circumstances right. grow worse, see, he's telling you could grow worse even while you're doing it three times. So what do you do? You double the dosage. What are we doing? We're beating up on Satan. We're making him take his hands off of us. You know, Satan can't stand hearing the word of God. Did you know that? That's right. That's right. So he right. said if, if the circumstances grow worse, so you go ahead on and go from three times to six times. And then finally, you don't have to worry about, you know, now watch this, watch the blessing in the spiritual medicine that we don't have in the natural. What doctor, what what we would never ever, okay, let's say we're taking pressure medicine, high blood pressure medicine, and we have to take it twice a day or three times a day. You wouldn't dare start taking two pills at a time because he told you to take one. You would have to consult your doctor about that because many times you would you will have what? Overdosed. That's right. Because there are side effects. Yes. But look at this prescription. There are no side effects in the spirit realm. You can never get too much of the word of God. Amen? That's right. That's right. There are no side effects. Praise God. Praise God. Glory. Amen. Amen. Isn't that a blessing? Isn't that wonderful? Yes, it is. I love yes, it. it I love it. Thank God. Praise the Lord. Now, what we're going to do right now is we've given all the instructions. We've talked about, you know, uh, the, the instructions for taking God's medicine. We now want to do some illustrations. Just a few, because there are many. As you said, we're going to be going through this for a little while until we can, uh, I guess, Float it up out of your spirit without having to read it. It's going to come. Trust me, it will. Because anything you do regularly, it becomes like second nature to you. Amen. So let's do a little illustration about what we just said. Let's take some medicine. Are you ready to take some medicine today? Are you ready to return God's medicine to him? Because that's what we're talking about. Returning God's word to him. You yes. ready to return it to him? Let's do that. Amen. Amen. Let's Amen. So let, here we go. And what I'm going to do is return the word and then I'm going to give you the reference of the word that we return. Remember, these are not direct quotations, but paraphrase. 
based on the scriptures that we're using. So here we go. Now I'm making this fake confessions. I'm returning God's word to him right now. Jesus is the Lord of my life. Remember now, we're making it personally ours. That's right. Jesus is the Lord of my life. Sickness and disease have no power over me. I am forgiven and free from sin and guilt. Mm-hmm. I am dead to sin and alive unto righteousness. Now, what did I just do? I returned Colossians chapter 1, verse 21 and 22 back to God. I yes. did. I returned Colossians 1, 21 and 22 back to God. I'll repeat it. Jesus, here's my confession on that passage of scripture. I personalized it. Jesus is the Lord of my life. Sickness and disease have no power over me. I am forgiven and free from sin and guilt. I am dead to sin and alive unto righteousness. Colossians 1, 21 and 22. Apostle, you want to want to stop me wherever? Let's look at something here. This is good. I, I like this. I'm free from what? From sin. I'm free from sin. Yeah. Sick from, from, I'm free from sin and guilt. Free from it. Yeah. Sin and guilt. Now, many people don't realize you can live free from sin and guilt, but you can. This is the reason why Romans chapter 8 in verse 1 tells us there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. Why? Mm -hmm. Jesus paid the price for you. He already then did it for us. Yes. There is no reason for us to go behind him and trying to do it again. It was mm-hmm. done right the first time. Glory to God. Do you see that? Absolutely. It was done. See, listen. God never, ever need a plan B. Why? Plan A always works. All right now. Jesus said, by the stripes that he took, you and I were healed. Now, when he said the stripes that Jesus took, It wasn't talking about the stripes that the men put on his back. It was the stripes that God put on Jesus' spirit. Wish I had time to go into all that, but we don't. Amen. But we are free. I am forgiven and free. I am forgiven and free from sin. And guilt. Amen. <clears throat> let's powerful. read that. It is very powerful. And, and let, let's see where we get that freedom from. Let's read it in the regular. Let's quote the scripture now. The way it's written in the word of God. It says. Colossians 1. 21 and 22. 
Because that's where we got that quotation from. Yes. And you, in my Bible, I have written the word I. Right over you. And you, that was sometimes alienated and enemies in your mind by wick, wicked works. Yet now, had he what? There's that word, reconciled. See? Yes. That's why you are free. That's why you are free. That's Good. why you are free. Has he what reconciled in the body of his flesh through death? This is what Jesus did through his death for us. That's right. Why did he do it? To present us what? Holy, watch this now, and unblameable. And what? Reprovable in his sight. That's right. Isn't that beautiful? Yes, it is. Isn't that gorgeous? Yeah. That's right. You see, so we can say that. We can really say that we are, we are free from sin and guilt. You see it? So that confession was made based on that verse. Amen. So you see, you can, and you, the more you make these daily confessions, your faith will grow. That's what we said. You That's will right. not only be fellowshipping with the Lord, but you will have faith for these scriptural passages. And once you grow faith, you're not going to let Satan beat up on you anymore. That's right. Because you know the truth. You know yeah. the truth. Let's take another one. Let's make another confession. I am free from unforgiveness and strife. I forgive others as Christ has forgiven me. Yes. For the love of God, come on now, for the love of God is shed abroad in my heart by the Holy Ghost. That's good. You see that? That's right. Now, and the scripture for that is Matthew chapter 6 uh -huh. and verse 12 and also Romans 5 and 5. I'm going to say That's it right. again. Matthew chapter 6 and verse 12 and also Romans Chapter 5 and verse 5. I'm going to say the confession one more time and then I'll read the actual scripture first. I'm free from unforgiveness and strife. I forgive others as Christ has forgiven me. For the love of God is shed abroad in my heart. By the Holy Ghost. That's right. You know, we've been doing a lot of teaching on forgiveness. Yes. And what unforgiveness will do to us. Guys, That's right. if we are believing God for anything, whether it's healing, whether it's finances, whether it's salvation, deliverance, whatever it is, we are hurting ourselves by letting unforgiveness Stay in our heart. 
That's right. By letting unforgiveness stay anywhere around us. So when we make this confession right here, I'm free from unforgiveness and strife. I want you to examine yourself before you do that. Because I know some of us have not been properly, uh, haven't had an opportunity to really open up the scriptures, study them out uh, daily, uh, confess them, or had a clear understanding of what was with the real meaning of these passages. Mm-hmm. But that's what we're doing right now. We're going very slow. We don't want to preach this. We don't want to uh, let it go over your head or just keep going like if you got it. No, we want to slow our roll. We want to talk about this. We want to discuss this so that you can get a very good understanding of it. Unforgiveness is not for, uh, I'm sorry, forgiveness is not for the other person. Forgiveness no. is for us. That's right. Forgiveness is for you. So that you will now what? Be forgiven by Christ. Yes. I am free from unforgiveness and strife. I forgive others as Christ has forgiven me. That's why I'm free from unforgiveness and strife. Because I have forgiven. So you need to stop before you make the confession and ask yourself, have I really forgiven others? Mm. Someone may have hurt you yesterday or 20 years ago. Child of God, we need to forgive them. Mm -hmm. Because we truly want Christ to forgive us. And when we make this faith confession, we want to make sure that we are in line to reap the benefits that's coming as a result of you forgiving other people. Amen. I'm free from unforgiveness and strife. Why am I free from it? Because I forgive others as Christ has forgiven me. For the love of God is shed abroad where? In my heart by the Holy Ghost. You see, that's why you can forgive others. Yes. Now let's, let's examine the passage where it came from. Matthew chapter 6 and verse 12 says this. And forgive us our debt as we what? Forgive, forgive our debtors. Yes. You see it? And forgive us our debt. That's a prayer. That's what Jesus taught them to pray. <laughs> forgive us our debt, Father, as we what? Forgive our debtors. That means those who what? Have hurt you. Mm-hmm. See? It's contingent. The word of the word of God cannot work for us if we are not working the word. Yes. We must understand, get a good working knowledge of the word of God so that we can benefit from everything that God has already prepared for us. Amen? So that's how I can make this confession. I'm free from unforgiveness and strife because I've forgiven others as Christ has forgiven me. 
for the love of God is shed abroad in my heart by the Holy Ghost. It really. So where did that come from? Let's go to Romans chapter five. See, we're 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 making sound. We're we're making these confessions based on the word of God. That's why we know we can have faith for what we're saying. Amen. Romans right. chapter five. What does it say? See, in verse five, there it is, right there in my Bible. I'm sure it's in yours as well. And hope make it not ashamed because what? The love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, by the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us. Mm-hmm. You see it? That's right. So what? what is the confession again? Here's the confession. I am free from unforgiveness. And strife are forgiven others as Christ has forgiven me. For the love of God is shed abroad in my heart by the Holy mm-hmm. Ghost. You see, we're not just reading it. We're personalizing the scriptures. We're making it out. We are taking it by faith. And so once we get this in our spirit, see, natural medication we have to get it in our body. We get some water or some juice and we swallow it. But that's not how we take our spiritual capsules. No, we must what? We just talked about it in our introduction. What do we do? We will return God's word to him by giving voice to it. You see it? Yes. And that's where our healing comes from. We give voice to it and we are, and then he creates the fruit of our lips. He creates those fruits down in our spirit. Now we come bearing fruit. Child of God, when the fruit of God's spirit grows down in your spirit, sickness and disease has to flee. That's right. I'm going to say it again. He is going to create the fruit of your lips and now your spirit man is growing fruit you know just like we got an apple tree those apples are popping out just like that no no in the spirit world because you are speaking god's word he's creating the fruit of your lips what's the fruit of your lips i'm free from unforgiveness and strife i'll forgive another as christ has forgiven me Mm-hmm. And the love of God is shed abroad in my heart by the Holy Ghost. He's creating that in your spirit. That's the fruit he's creating. Now the yes. love of God is pushing out all of the sickness. It's pu- Those big fruit are growing in your spirit. How That's can right. the sickness stay in your body? It cannot. Are you listening to me? That's it right. cannot stay there. No. can't stay there. That's right. Praise God. What's in you is going to come out of you. I'll say it again. Whatever is in you is going to come out of you. Now, that is a spiritual law. If it's in there, it's going to come out. Your spirit, the real you, 
is a bag of seed. This is why Luke chapter 8 and verse 11 says, the seed is the word. Whatever words are on the inside of you, get under pressure. Just get under pressure. Whatever mm -hmm. is in that bag is going to come out. Yeah. If doubt is in there, it's going to come out. Mm. If lying is in there, it's going to come out. Yeah. You see, you don't have to use a full letter word to cuss. Just say anything that God has not said and you did. The Bible says God will not withhold no good thing from those who walk upright before him. How can you walk upright before God, receive his word, believe his word, act on his word? Jesus said you were healed. You know what? In spite of what your body is saying, you are healed. And Satan want to get you under pressure to block your healing. So you got to look at the big picture. There's an underlying agenda from the enemy. He knows unforgiveness will block your healing. He knows that. But he don't yeah. want you to know that. Hosea 4 and 6, my people are perished for lack of what? Knowledge. Because they don't know. Satan is very much aware. When there is no fellowship with the Father, you don't know. He loves you and he wants you healed. You're not, you don't, you think that God is just sitting in heaven and he's pushing buttons. Okay. Billy gonna die today. Cheryl's gonna die tomorrow. Uh, uh, Susie, you, you got what I'm saying to you? Did you know God doesn't operate that way? No, he doesn't. Not at all. He does not operate that way. So God wants us to confess these faith proclamations because it builds faith. It stirs your spirit up for the things of God. All right. Thank the Lord. So good. Let's take one more. You want to take another yes. confession today? Let's take another confession. Here's another one. Jesus bore my sins in his body on the tree. Therefore, I am dead to sin and alive unto God. And by his stripes, I am healed. I am mm -hmm. made whole. That's a very familiar one to all of us. Amen. That's First Peter 2.24. We know that one. Who his own self, this is what it says in the original scripture, who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree, that we, that's all of us, right? Being made, being dead to sin, we live unto what? Righteousness by whose stripes we were healed. That's right. Amen. 
We were Amen. healed. And so we know that. Amen. We understand that. one. We can believe God for that to happen in our lives. Right? That's right. That's the faith confession we all are familiar with. So you see, I personalize it. Jesus bore my sins and his body on the tree. Therefore, I am dead to sin. I am alive unto God. And by mm-hmm. his stripes, I'm here, I'm made whole. That's First Peter. Now let's look at it in another verse. Look at Romans chapter 6 and 11. You see, we can have faith, but in the word of God. Child of God, if you can find it in the scriptures, you can have faith for it. What does that mean? That means you can believe it. You can tell mm-hmm. your friends about it. You can confess, you can discuss it with your family. Because God is not a liar, is he? No, he's no. a faithful God. He's a faithful God. Romans 6 and 11 would visit that. Amen. Romans chapter 6 and verse 11, it says, Likewise, reckon ye, that means you, reckon, mm-hmm. uh-huh, reckon ye also yourselves yeah. to be dead indeed unto sin, but alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord. You see that? Praise God. That's right. You see, he said, consider yourselves then, that word reckon. Well, consider yourselves to be dead indeed unto sin. See, Satan tries to hold us in our sins. Well, I'm not going, you're not going to get healed today because you committed too many sins. No, Jesus took my sin. He took my place. That's right. So he said, now consider yourselves dead indeed unto sin. Satan wants to remind you of the sin. You know, mm-hmm. we said something we should not have said. And, and, and we all make mistakes. But God knew we would make a mistake. And he even showed us how to deal with those mistakes. He doesn't condemn us to to satanic occult activities because we make a mistake. No, he said, you reckon yourselves now dead unto sin, but alive unto God. If you are truly alive unto God, don't you know you can go to your father and talk about that mistake you made? Sure you can. I can show you in the Bible. He said, First John 1 and 9. What did he say over there in First John 1 and 9? He said, if you confess it to me, whatever it is you've done, if you will come to me and confess it to me, I will forgive. That's what he said. That's right. That's right. I'll forgive your sin. I'll cleanse you of all unrighteousness. I will create in you a clean heart. I will renew a right spirit within you. That's what he said. And that's That's 1 John 1 and 9. You can go over there and read it for yourself. That's right. Write it down. First John 1 and 9. Don't let Satan hold you in the arena of sin because this is how he steals from us. That's right. This is how he makes us believe we won't get our healing because we've committed sin. No, child That's of God. It. 
God said, now reckon yourselves, now what? Dead. Reckon yourselves to be dead indeed unto sin, oh. but alive unto God through Jesus Christ. See, it's through Jesus Christ. It's what he did on the cross. It's the way he made it. He opened that portal for us. Before he died, there was no way. There was no place for us. We were aliens. We were on the outside looking in, having no hope in this world. Without God in the world. Without God in this world. But the Bible says, but Christ. Say, but Christ. But Christ. But Christ. Say it again. But Christ. But Christ. But Christ. Come on. He died for us. Yes. He made a way for us. He made a place for us. So don't let Satan use this to keep you from getting your healing to That's manifest right. in your body. You got to remember, you already had the healing. Amen. He's stealing from you. He's holding you in the arena of unbelief so he can walk away with your healing, child of God. Don't let him do that. You see that? It's proven right here. God said, consider yourself now dead to sin. I'll show you one more. Let's go one more. Go over to 2 Corinthians. Chapter 5 and verse 20. Let's look at verse 21. 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 21. I pray God you're making a note. Here's what it says. For he had, H-A-T-H is past tense for have. See, it's yeah. past tense for what he's going to, he's, he's done it already. He have done it. H-A-V-E, have. That's the same thing as H-A-V, H-A-T-H and H-A-V-E is the same. Have done, have made him, have made him to be sin for us. Are you listening? For he have made him to be sin for you out there listening to us. He have made him to be sin for us. Who what? Knew no sin. That you and I might be made the what? The righteousness of God in him. That's right. Come on, child of God. That's right. Come on now. That brings it home, doesn't it? Yes, it does. So when you make this faith confession, Jesus bore my sins in his body on the tree. Therefore, I'm dead to sin and alive unto God. And by his stripes, I'm healed and made whole. Your faith will, you will have faith to confess that. Because you have now seen three different references that tell you the same thing. He made him to be sin for you and I who knew no sin. That we may be made the righteousness of God. What does righteousness of God mean? Watch this. In right standing with God. So you go before him. Don't let Satan tell you you cannot go before the Father. Sure you can. Yes. You're in right standing with him, child of God. Go to him and tell him about your need. Talk to him about it. As you would your own biological mother and father when you were a child. Yes. Because you are his child. You know that, huh? That's right. Doesn't matter whether you're 20 or 120. Doesn't matter whether you're 2 or 102. You're his child. And I know this better than I know my name. He loves you. That's right. He loves you. Yes, he he does. does. Don't let Satan 
make you think that God has fallen out of love with you. He will never fall out of love with you. That's right. That's so right. make these confessions and make them strong. Make them powerful. Make them confidently is a better word. Confidently. Make them confidently knowing that these confessions are based on the sincere milk of the word of God. You see, we're not just telling you to say something that has no, no, no grounds, no, no, no affirmations to it, that has no foundation to it. These are the sins. These are the words of God. He said these things. So if he said it, you can proudly say it. <laughs> That's right. He said it, so we can proudly say it. Proudly say it. Now, this is the last one we're going to take for today. I don't think we have time for any more after this, Apostle. Do we? Can no. we take one more? Can we take one more? Uh, Are we done? We're done for today? Okay. Yes. Okay, well, great. We're done for today. We're going to pick this up again next Saturday. And I'm telling you, when we start out with this next one, you're going to jump out of your seat. Say, man. Because it talks about him taking your pain away, taking your sickness wow. away. And we're going right. to start right there. You don't want to miss next Saturday. Solid God, these faith confessions will change what's going on in your physical body. Because healing always starts from the inside out. So you got to get something inside your spirit to push it out. Just like we would in the natural with those pills. These scriptures, yeah. these faith capsules are far better than any capsules the doctor can give us. That's Amen. right. There you have it. That's right. All right. Wonderful. Wonderful. Did you get blessed with that today?